0: That's the fucking end of it. All I care about is you getting fucked, fuckity fucked by a drunk Tracy Morgan. Do I deserve that? I mean, like, what I mean is,
1: am I good enough for that? Am I good enough to get fucked by Tracy Morgan? I don't know.
2: Do you think he talks the whole time?
1: I hope so. Yes.
2: Like, just an endless stream of Tracy Morgan. I sure shit hope so. I'm in.
0: Man, your (laughs) pussy looks like a sandwich I ate in the fourth grade. (laughs) Ha ha! Cool, thanks, I think.
1: There are good movies and there are great movies, but that's not what we watch here because this is shitty cinema. Oh! We are three film masochists who love to take on the worst movies we can find, centered around our monthly theme to answer one simple question Would you watch it again? I'm Jay, and I'm joined by Dave.
0: Hello. And Casey. I'm bald now.
1: Every week, one of us has to pick a movie based on that month's theme. Dave, what's this month's theme?
2: This month, our theme is Johnny Law. We're watching the best of the worst movies about cops, FBI agents, or anybody else taking down crooks and walking away from explosions in slow-mo.
0: Security officers.
2: Oh, God, no one bring Paul Blart, please. It doesn't count. It doesn't count. No,
0: no. No reblartnings.
2: Mall cops no. aren't real cops. I'm taking that stance. Jay, you kicked us off this month, so what did you bring?
1: In this week's episode, we watched 2010's Cop Out, starring Bruce Willis and Tracy Morgan.
0: Yeah. Oh. I wasn't looking forward to this. <laughs> what? Are
1: you kidding me? Bruce Willis, Tracy Morgan. This is a great combo. This, and it's directed by Kevin Smith. How could this not be a success?
2: Well, um, we sure found out.
0: yeah i mean how much time do we have to record how much tape do we have
2: all right well before we get ahead of ourselves jay you need to give us an elevator pitch where you sell us on this movie in 10 seconds or less so here's your setup uh unfortunately after a night out in the town you got yourself arrested for a drunken disorderly Uh, but but you actually managed (laughs) to convince the police that you can help them with an ongoing investigation with your amazing parkour skills the sad truth is you do not have any parkour skills, but you're pretty committed to yeah, the lie at right. this point. Uh, so <laughs> you're currently on a roof next door to one of their suspects house about to attempt to leap the gap into the suspects home. Uh, you're not going to make the shot. So in the 10 seconds before you jump off of this roof and fall to your death, sell us on this movie.
1: Bruce Willis and Tracy Morgan have Tommy Lee Jones and Will Smith chemistry from Men in Black. But instead of secret government agents fighting aliens, they're street cops that just abuse their badges to fund Willis's daughter's wedding.
2: 10 seconds? Maybe 11. You might have gone over, but you gave us a lot to work with, so I'll allow it.
0: That was the whole plot plus the other three unnecessary ones. Thanks. Yeah, yeah, I really,
1: I was feeling comprehensive this week.
2: Mm, Bonus plots. A lot of those this week.
0: I wish that would have been as long as the movie. Like, I wish the movie was as long as that. Excuse me, I spoke that (laughs) backwards.
1: Casey, the problem is when I fall to my death, there just so happens to be a 2x4 that's propped up on a paint cam with a brick on it. And I land on that one end and my body flings that brick like a seesaw toward you. And in the 10 seconds that it soars over before it hits you in the head, sell us on this movie.
0: What if Hell was really just Kevin Smith turning the Big Bang Theory into a movie and forgetting the laugh track? Because we're in it.
1: 7 seconds and ouch! Oh hey, that was a burn!
2: I can't disagree with any part of it, though.
0: I'm so <laughs> upset right now. Yeah, I can I... tell. All
1: right, Casey, before we get into your concerns, let's go over the movie that Shitty Cinema watched. Dave, at one point you suggested that Cop Out is what would happen if Brooklyn Nine-Nine was not self-aware.
2: I did. I, I refined it a little bit, though, now. Uh, so- okay. Cop Out is a fictional movie in Brooklyn Nine-Nine where Jake Peralta is describing one of his cases. So, of course, Bruce Willis plays him and Tracy Morgan's there for some reason. But yeah, movie movie in the show.
1: Ah, right. Since Willis is playing every cop that he has ever played in his entire career. They're hard-boiled, no nonsense. And that, of course, makes Tracy Morgan the comedy relief. Was it
0: relieving? I don't think so. It's like a guy relieving himself four minutes in and going like, yeah, all right, good night. (laughs) That's a kind of relieving, right? Listen, hear me out. But then he talks to you for the next 90 minutes instead of letting you just go to sleep disappointed.
1: (laughs) Bruce and Tracy are supposed to be competent, but unorthodox cops, right? And Tracy rambles and just makes light of everything. And Willis gives us tons of disapproving looks and solemn head shaking.
2: Right, that's why the plot isn't about them being good cops. (laughs) So when they ruin another investigation, we get to watch every Give Us Your Gun and Badge scene. It's not to set up tension with police business. The movie really wants us invested in their personal lives.
0: Yeah, they were only cops for like 10 minutes in this movie. 13. 13 minutes, because that's when the video (laughs) shit out the first time.
2: That's true. Good observation.
0: They were cops for 13 fucking minutes in this movie. Go on.
2: Tracy thinks that his wife is fucking the neighbor, and Willis needs $48,000 to cover his half of his daughter's wedding. He could have let his ex-wife's rich new husband cover it, but that would flex on his big boy manhood. Instead, he decides to sell his treasured Andy Kafko baseball card, one of those just sold for $83,000.
1: Yeah, and if it was that easy, we wouldn't have a movie. Willis is having the card appraised as Sean William Scott playing Sean William Scott written by Sean William Scott tasers him. He gets away with the card and the other goods because Tracy is on the phone dealing with his insecurities.
0: Why weren't any of them about his jokes, in which he should be insecure about?
2: <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs>
0: sweet, sweet Rashida Jones.
2: About one out of six of his jokes was pretty okay.
1: Listen, Sean William Scott tells Willis that he sold the card to an ambitious drug dealer named Po'boy. Po'boy even has a diamond room for all of his baseball memorabilia, since the game is... Played on a diamond! Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know, I know, but for once, right. I didn't write the joke.
2: Yeah, you still liked you sure? the joke, though. Yeah. What's wrong with <laughs> of you? <laughs> po Boy offers to trade the card for a card that he's missing. They agree, and big surprise, the car contains a person in the trunk, <gasps> just like every other goddamn movie that Cop Out what? is failing to be.
0: Dude, if you wanted to watch a shitty Bruce Willis movie, why didn't we just watch Die Hard 33?
1: Because even Die Hard 33 wouldn't have the audacity to jam as many cliches into it as Cop Out does. <laughs> While rival cops call Willis and try to convince him that Tracy is dirty, the person from the car gets away from Tracy using the old I'm gonna take a shower and totally not open this first floor window trick! Sweetly, though, she leaves him a magical flash drive behind before getting kidnapped.
2: Well, the actual cops show up just as Willis and Tracy are raiding po Boy's house. And by raiding, I mean they're breaking in to steal Willis's card back. So it's okay, though, because they helped the real cops and <laughs> saved the hostage. Sure, they killed Poboy and many of his friends, but eh, don't think about it too much. They were assholes.
1: I was thinking about it, though. But Dave, you didn't mention when they both shot Poboy at the same time. It was in the chest and the head, and the chest one went through the face of Willis's baseball card. I guess anything to get out of paying for the wedding, am I right?
0: Poe, po Boy got off easy by just taking a fucking bullet and missing most of this movie. But <laughs> it wouldn't be a cop movie without a cartel. Well, if you have someone like Guillermo
1: Diaz playing Poe Boy, right? He is, the Mexican cartel is what he was born to play. He's perfect for it. So what Bull else are you going to
0: bring Oh Half-baked. <laughs> <laughs> He's, I've never, I cannot take him serious as a cartel guy because he's just the dude from Half Baked always to me. If they wanted (laughs) a cartel guy, they should have got the cartel guy from Nip Tuck because that guy was bad as shit. He was perfect. I love that guy. Guillermo, no, he's the guy from Half Baked forever. (laughs) And I love him for that.
2: It's, it, it is definitely a trope of this type of cop movie that you have to have A Mexican cartel running drugs. And I was actually amazed by how long the movie went before it did anything other than just mention drugs they were running. We didn't even specify. (laughs) At one point they referred to it as dope. So maybe heroin. uh, But I also think that might have just been Bruce Willis riffing and he doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about.
1: Probably. Probably. But again, the cop part isn't really the central plot of
2: Cop Out.
0: No, they they were about 13 minutes. I know. Fucker.
2: Right? And I, we, the whole thing is framed as though it's about them being cops. But yeah, really, it's about a drug dealer stole my baseball card, so we're stealing it back.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely.
2: Which are both... They're both crimes. They're, I'm pretty sure.
1: Okay. If, if Cop Out has taught me anything, it's that you solve crimes by doing more crimes. Put a crime on it. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like... Someone crimes you, you are you can do a bunch of crimes to get that crime back, right?
2: Well, that's I, I was like, okay. I was gonna say that's a trope of a certain type of cop movie in the first place. You know, the the cop who's has to work outside the rules and he gets the, but yeah. he gets the job done, man. Mel but like that's straight up a trope of like Bruce Willis cop movies. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> like if you have one big crime committed against you, you have to commit four smaller ones to overturn it. It's right. like four lefts is a right rule or something like that. I'm not really sure how directions right. oh, work, oh, yeah. but they also you know. do the fucking amazingly unique argument of who gets to be good cop and who gets to be bad cop. We've uh, never yeah, seen that before. Oh, what a fresh that's take! Like not <laughs> a scene we've seen. The opening scene, Tracy Morgan bitches his way into being bad cop, trying to get information from this cartel member. And it is one of the slowest, saddest, most painful scenes to watch of just Tracy Morgan yelling movie lines at a guy. It hurt. I knew right then I was going to hate this fucking movie.
1: Right, because his entire shtick is that he's trying to recreate movie characters and movie scenes. And he's cycling through them like you fucking flash through channels trying to find something to watch.
2: Yeah, that was actually where I started drawing Brooklyn Nine-Nine parallels. Because it was just (laughs) like, oh yeah, this is like when Jake went to prison and didn't think anyone would know the King Kong ain't got shit on me line. And then Cop Out referenced the same line. Like, holy shit. (laughs) They also gave us the most bland turn in your badge and gun scene I've ever seen.
1: Yeah. 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 I mean, we, we mentioned that in the plot, but seriously, so one of the big reasons that they get suspended, right, is because they screw up an investigation and Tracy Morgan pushes a kid off of a bike, steals it to chase after them. And it's on YouTube and Tracy's just like, yeah, how many views did I get?
2: Which, okay. You know what? If I were on a viral video, of me in a cell phone costume stealing a bike from a child. <laughs> I'd at least want to know how many hits I got. Yeah.
1: That's fair. But
0: then then they're just like, okay, well, here's my, gun, uh, my badge. Yeah, I'm well, out.
2: You're, yeah, you got to turn in your badge and your gun. Oh.
0: And then all the tension's gone because Tracy Morgan's like, yeah, I have like ten more guns at my house. Here we go. We in his glove box. he got, his got glove box. badges
1: in his car.
2: He's yeah. just got like a loose pile of guns and badges in his glove box.
1: Yeah. Okay. So
2: with the explanation that he loses them a lot, but they're in his glove box. He didn't lose any of them. <laughs>
1: Is
2: he reporting understand. his guns and badges <laughs> missing to just throw them in his glove box cuz I'm not certain, but I think that's also a crime.
0: I don't know. That's an IAB question. They also had the most lip dickest like partner rivalry where there's a- another set of partners that they were rivals against. One of them being Jason Brody. Uh,
2: Adam
1: Brody. Nope. I don't know that they're actually competent, Dave, because Cop Out the other partners are almost more comical or or cartoonish, I should say, than Tracy Morgan and Bruce Willis are, which is saying something. They're the kind of nerdy, almost supposed to be competent, but they, they spend the entire time talking about how they weren't able to finish out their thing that... Their investigation that, admittedly, uh, Tracy Morgan and, and Bruce Willis ruined. But also, that they don't do well under fire. Tracy Morgan and Bruce Willis have to save them at the end. Okay, and but... The one kid is just, like, annoying and asking questions and everything and always trying to emulate. He buys fucking zebra-skin cowboy boots, Dave. Do you trust someone to be competent that owns zebra-fucking-skin cowboy boots?
0: No, okay. man alone.
2: But... <laughs> he's no. always got to he buys zebra skin cowboy boots and i should add fake zebra skin because i'm pretty sure zebras aren't blue he buys zebra skin cowboy boots after a body washes up on shore that his partner is instantly able to deduce as a member of the mexican cartel because of the specific brand of footwear the body was wearing that's some sherlock holmes shit that's right or some scooby-doo
1: shit right yeah. cartoonish
2: when we hear them talking about how they can't close out their case, specifically they're saying that they don't have any evidence t- tying Poe Boy to the rest of this. Which, despite the fact that the movies made it abundantly clear, is what the cops are supposed to do.
0: <laughs> kind of need evidence. No, it was just Adam Brody being every Adam Br- He's the same character in the OC, but he has a suit on this time rather than a bunch of on shit. And I hate also- it. I never like that character.
2: Their motivation throughout the film is bringing Poe Boy to justice. Bruce Willis is exclusively about getting his baseball card back.
0: Yeah. At every point of the film. And Tracy Morgan is just about trying to figure out if Rashida Jones is cheating on him or not. Uh, I don't know
1: that I agree because at the end, I think Tracy Morgan does, maybe for the wrong reasons, right? Because he gets really interested in helping out the woman that escaped from the trunk, Gabriella.
2: Yeah, just because the movie wanted to let him do a bunch of jokes about how he thinks she wants to bang him and she doesn't understand English, and it was just so bad and so. Were those tiring. jokes? Those are jokes. I don't know. So much of this was just Tracy Morgan going on and on.
0: I don't feel like he should be able to act without Tina Fey editing him down. <laughs>
2: Tina Fey is the official Tracy Morgan wrangler.
0: Yeah. I I mean, she was in real life, too, because he was saying a bunch of spicy shit in real life while he was trying to record 30 Rock. And she's like, ha (laughs) ha. He doesn't mean that. Shut up. I have a
1: question. Do cops know how technology works or is it just a movie trope?
0: No, no, no. Nope. They don't. That's what every movie has shown me. That's what Law and Order shows me. They don't know how to use it. They got to take it to the tech people because they're like, right, we got a flash drive. We got to go to a Kinko's for that, I think.
1: (laughs) I don't know what to do with this flash drive that was conveniently hidden in someone's necklace.
0: Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter how many crimes they committed or how many people they killed. They got the job done, damn it. And Bruce Willis didn't have to pay for Michelle Trachenberg's wedding, which is fine. It's fine.
1: Well, okay, I... uh... Like, let's just be clear, we're supposed to be sympathetic to Bruce Willis because he cares about paying for his daughter's wedding, which first off, forty-eight grand get fucked. That's stupid expensive. I know, I, I know. You can you can rant problem. all you want about how I I get it. I know that weddings are insane and we normalize that. It's stupid. They're dumb. Stay Second in point. your
0: financial lane. If you don't make enough to pay for your own forty eight thousand dollar wedding, don't make your fucking parents do it especially if they're public servants.
1: Second point, and more importantly, Out works really hard to make Bruce Willis's nemesis Jason Lee, who plays his ex-wife's new husband and he's super wealthy and can just pay for it. But but we want to be sympathetic to Willis because he feels bad and and they mostly they the, they write the most fucking inane dialogue for Jason Lee to make him be a villain. Everybody's bad.
0: You know who we should have sympathy for? Bruce Ooh. Willis's daughter for getting that fucking chin of his. <laughs> I put it right? in the chat. You saw it. Really you what know what's had. going on. It's upsetting. I'm going to make it an emoji. Please do. Thank you. Yeah, I don't, I don't like anyone in this movie. Fuck the daughter for being a spoiled brat. Fuck the ex-wife for being a bitch and spraying everything on him. Fuck Jason Lee, because I don't know if that was his real chest hair or not. And that's like in my notes. <laughs> I think and It, it upset is. me. I think it
2: is. At this point, I think Jason Lee just has some very, like, really bad pictures of Kevin Smith doing something. And he just threatens to release them if he doesn't get put in every Kevin Smith movie. And Kevin Smith is just writing worse and worse parts for him until he eventually stops demanding it.
0: What? Movie of Kevin Smith's? Would you want to be in after the year two thousand? Why do you keep wanting to be in them, Jason? I don't. You know. did I mean, fine with My Name Is Earl.
2: Yeah, did I, really? I, I, yeah,
0: I didn't. Watch I didn't that. watch I it, to. but I know he made yeah, a lot of money her, on it,
2: it. It was reasonably popular, and it got a bunch of seasons. I've come to the conclusion that I prefer Kevin Smith when he's acting as like the David Attenborough of nerd culture, and not when he's trying to like. <laughs> actively shape nerd culture
0: oh I was gonna like so you like that Batman Peter's suit is no 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 no
2: I like him like because Mallrats was commentary on people working in a mall and I worked in a mall and I can relate to that I don't want him writing Batman I just want him talking about people being way too into Batman
0: okay as much as we hate Bruce Willis I fear he actually may hate himself more and he just seethes through this movie
2: <laughs> jesus christ i uh, bruce willis is pretty famously awful to work with these days yeah it like, does nothing and but obvious. low effort straight to video trash that he can knock out over a weekend but this movie <laughs> in particular apparently he and kevin smith hated he each other so badly they got into screaming match that resulted in kevin smith walking back into his trailer punching three holes in the bathroom wall that his assistants named Die Hard 1, 2, and 3.
0: <laughs> oh. I mean, but think about it. Why would you ever put the comic book nerd on the same group project as, like, the douchebag jock guy whose dad obviously <laughs> doesn't love him? And secondly, Bruce Willis keeps churning out these fucking turd-ass movies. Is your restaurant doing that bad? Is it doing that <laughs> right, bad? Listen retire
1: counterpoint Bruce Willis is in unbreakable which is a comic book movie and he's fucking brilliant in it that and and, and that's an M. Night Shyamalan movie that's brilliant. And so
0: that was like double fucking seven anomaly
1: touche touche <laughs> touche and in they fucked movie, it up though,
2: with a sequel yeah they did they did he allegedly at one point refused to just deliver his lines during one scene and just said his character would be really mad and not talking so that Tracy Morgan just had to vamp for a while to fill time.
0: That felt like this whole movie.
2: Yeah, right. Yeah.
0: Like,
1: there's a lot of Tracy Morgan just riffing. Every we didn't scene. Want it. Every scene we
2: didn't... with Tracy Morgan is him just, just riffing <laughs> and just filling all silence with his bad jokes.
0: Okay, not every scene. Some scenes with Sean William Scott doing that instead.
2: Oh, God.
0: I don't think he had any lines written for him. They were just like, just Stifler everywhere. Stifling. No,
2: I'm I'm pretty sure the script of this movie was about 17 pages long and six of them just said Sean William Scott and Tracy. Just do whatever.
1: OK, but the, after they first catch Sean William Scott and he's in the car, that entire scene is brilliant.
2: I like no. Sean William Scott does. No, it's not. Yes, he's it is. Got, I, he's got some good jokes and he delivers them pretty well. He has an uncomfortable energy about him that just says, <laughs> Yes, I am half erect right now, that I did not enjoy.
1: Fuck it. It's kind of like he's got that Ryan Reynolds sarcasm, but with a weird, creepy sexual energy that he's at half masked at all times.
0: Ryan Reynolds delivers that sometimes too, and again, Ryan Reynolds is always the same character. <laughs> so I, Reynolds, I, I'm wow. not really seeing. He's just Canadian Sean William Scott, who's a more palatable person to look at, I guess. I don't know. And you know what? Honestly, I'm gonna
1: I'm gonna totally fight back on this. Sean William Scott has the best character arc in the movie, too.
0: Wrong. Yeah. Absolutely.
1: Are you referring?
2: Wait. Are you referring to the arc of when he misses his jump, doing parkour <laughs> and breaks his neck? that was and not I think a good is dead? that was no the cheats
0: death his actual
1: character arc is the most interesting character arc in this film because listen right hear me out he starts out as a villain and he's clearly kind of crazy and then they arrest him and he's super annoying right but then you kind of get to know him and he is really just trying to form an emotional relationship with bruce willis and tracy morgan right and he gets arrested and he really he makes a deep friend in there he learns that another one of his cellmates has a passion for knitting and they connect and it's deep and motivating right and then when they get him out of jail bruce willis and tracy morgan are going with him and he's and and again sean william scott starts making jokes about uh tracy morgan's wife and bruce willis is like don't do it dude he actually she actually cheated on you and then they have a bonding moment Sean William Scott grows through the movie. No other and character counter- does counterpoint. that.
0: Counterpoint. Counterpoint. Dave, you go first.
2: Okay. Okay. Counterpoint. We know from the script of the film that Sean William Scott traded the baseball card for just a bag of drugs. Yeah. Like yeah. mescaline ecstasy. You're right. just watching a man coming down from an epic <laughs> That's all that is. That doesn't count as a character arc.
0: Separate counterpoint. <laughs> He's not the most redeemable character. He doesn't have the best story arc. The best story arc belongs to the woman who's Sean William Scott breaks into her house and takes a shit in where it's this (laughs) New York mom coming home with her son and the cops are like, Hey, hey, don't go in there. There's someone breaking into your house. And She's like, don't fuck up my furniture. And they get Sean William Scott, but he holds Tracy Morgan hostage. And she just comes in and fucking fires one off and takes control of the situation and then throws them all out and she doesn't have to deal with any three of them ever again. That's true.
2: She handled the situation very well. I did find it a little weird that she was totally willing to blow one of her own lamps away, but then she was upset about like, hey, don't drop the gun. The floors are new zebra wood. But I figure maybe she's gotten some time at the range and just goes, eh, I got that from Pier Twenty One and it's just drywall behind, so right. fuck it. <laughs>
0: Glass is a lot lighter on a soft right. wood falling on the floor than a gun. You're going to yeah. get a totally. nick in that.
2: Totally She agree also
1: rips that. their asses for not taking their shoes off.
0: I fucking right. hate that. So you <laughs> pigs
2: know what a doormat's for? Yeah, totally agree. Much better right. character arc than, like, ooh, the man on Ecstasy wants to hug it out. Not a shocker.
0: <laughs> no. No, he's going to be at half mass, too. You're not shocked about that, either. I It just... Sean William Scott and Tracy Morgan were essentially the same character in this film. Their rants went way too long, and like a drum solo, unless you're John Bonham, keep it fucking short, dude. And they did not. And it was painful. It was painful.
2: I I, I just... I don't know why, but I just... I just know that this is true. Sean William Scott's hugs absolutely involve way too much hip.
0: Yeah, yeah. He's (laughs) just... Pelvis to pelvis you hugger, know, I can coming.
2: tell. It's coming from top and bottom. That's intense.
0: You know what? Speaking of Tracy Morgan, why did they not recognize that spying on his wife was a creepy-ass storyline? Why did they take oh, it Oh, my Dad? God. Why?
1: Yeah, the- so there's never – right. there's no good outcome. If you are resorting to spying on your spouse, you're either going to catch them doing something – or you're not going to and violate their trust. There's literally no good outcome.
0: Or you're gonna see them doing something super gross and never be able to look at him again, like, my God, why does he put all the candles in his ass while I'm gone? What
2: the fuck?
0: (laughs) 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 That's something that you, that's a secret you're gonna hold that's gonna erode at your relationship. It's Pandora's box, baby.
2: They did have essentially zero repercussions in the film for him spying on his own goddamn wife. When she knows about this and catches the nanny cam and stages a whole scene with her gay cousin so that he thinks she's cheating on him, uh, and then she looks at the camera and talks directly to him. But realistically, that whole storyline was just in there mostly for the purpose of jokes, which is a horrible reason to include an infidelity storyline. Also, they
0: had no repercussions for anything except for pushing a kid off a bike. Everything else they do, nothing happens to them, including Jay's favorite scene of Tracy Morgan punching a kid in the dick.
2: (laughs) Okay. (laughs) That wasn't my favorite scene. That was was, was Second favorite.
1: Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so I don't... The kid's tommy right and and they meet this kid because he's stealing a car an 11 year old stealing a car and and they proceed to have what is again a cartoonish scooby-doo interaction with an 11 year old car thief who is well connected in the criminal underworld
2: (laughs) okay though i did i loved the 11 year old car thief who argues with the cops from the driver's seat about how is it because I'm black I was wearing my seatbelt and just keeps throwing out reasons for it's a trope that I love of the like oh is it because of something other than the obvious reason it's because
1: I also got a kick out of that
2: that's a fun trope and when that scene uh, culminated in Tracy Morgan getting kicked in the dick by an 11 year old (laughs) followed by him punching an 11 year old in the dick
0: Who was this for?
1: I find myself asking that question a lot these days, Casey. But the real question is, cop out, would you watch it again?
2: Oh, dear God, no. This. (laughs) uh, uh, Bruce Willis is a fantastic part of cinema history. Die Hard is required viewing for me at least once a year. But it just makes me sad what the man's career has become. Uh, Especially as he starts pumping out more and more of these straight to video, just nightmare films. Uh, And when you combine that with Kevin Smith, who I'm just liking less and less as time goes on, the weed has not been good to him. I just can't get into this. I was very bored throughout this whole movie uh, and the, the like maybe two good jokes in it the 11 year old punch kicking Tracy Morgan in the nuts and Sean William Scott's one rant. Those two are not enough for the other like hour and 36 minutes of this that I would have to sit through for it. So, no, I am not going to watch Cop Out again. (sighs) Casey, how about you? Uh, Starring Bruce Willis and Tracy Morgan, would you watch Cop Out again?
0: No. No, I wouldn't watch this again. I don't know how that happened. I hated every second of it. No, I would. No. Fuck this movie. It was horrible, it was boring. You don't leave liking anyone, including yourself. I was having a really good week, and I just feel like this just took me down, down a dark path. Oh. Fuck you, Jay, for bringing this. You <laughs> knew it was gonna be bad. This is the wrong kind of bad. This isn't enjoyable bad. This isn't like campy, like oh, highway to hell. This is just Paul Blart bad. But you, Jay, you little important star. 2010's cop out. Would you watch it again?
1: I really like a lot of the people in this movie. I love Jason Lee. I grew up with him as a skateboarder and transitioning over to film. I'm <clears throat> I'm a huge fan. I love Kevin Smith. Or at least I, I used to. Dave, I'm I'm more agreeable to you. I love Bruce Willis. I love Tracy Morgan. Man, this this is just this is just lined up to be a winner and there are certainly a couple of great scenes like Sean William Scott in the back of the cop car or the, the 11-year-old carjacker, which I would highly recommend watching on YouTube, but no, I will not watch Cop Out again, even for that.
0: You should have made us watch in the first place, you motherfucker.
1: <laughs> so, that's it. The verdict is in. Zero out of three of us are going to watch Cop Out again, but it's up to you. Give it a watch. Let us know what don't, you think.
0: Don't. You don't need to. We just did it for you. <laughs> yeah, don't just do it just honestly. Yourself. Uh, yourself.
1: Go on YouTube, watch the two bits I recommended, and call it a day.
0: But not all is lost, because next week, I'm going to bring something I know is fucking better than this movie. Because next week, I'm bringing Steven Seagal is... Above the Law, which has a higher rating on fucking everything than this movie <laughs> and has Pam fucking <laughs> Greer. So worship me. That's true. But we have to wait until next week until we get to see that shiny Seagull. So in the meantime, follow us on social media, Facebook at sh.ttycinema, Twitter at Bad, movies, bad people, PPL, Instagram at casey.cinema, Patreon slash shittycinema, or shittycinema.com. Check out the description below if you didn't catch all that. And if you want to help us out, give us a thumbs up on Facebook and share this podcast with friends. Or we're going to punch you in the dick like you're an 11-year-old boy. And in the meantime, let's turn out the lights, get out the nanny cam, make out with our gay cousin? Mm.
2: She would've.
0: She would've.
2: She would've. Yeah, I mean, you're not wrong. (laughs)